Welcome to the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast, where we feature physicians who are redefining the practice of medicine and changing the experience we have as doctors in medicine. We all know the system is broken, but we've decided not to complain about it anymore. We're out to fix it. I'm Dr. Una, your host. I'm a pediatrician and serial entrepreneur, but my passion is helping physicians create the freedom to live life and practice medicine on their terms. This is not just a podcast, it's a movement, a movement of change, and I invite you to be a part of it. Let's jump right in. Well, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast. I have a super amazing guest today. Her name is Dr. Anika Goodwin, and she is a board-certified ophthalmologist, specialty-trained oculofacial plastic surgery, and she is the founder of Opulence MD. We're going to be talking about that today. And Doc, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Una. It's a pleasure to be here. I've been excited about this for the last couple of weeks. Well, me too. So this is great. (laughs) This is amazing. Now, I'm going to start off first off. So you're an ophthalmologist. You're specially trained. You're doing all these amazing things. Opulence MD, how? Like, how did that idea come about? (laughs) Like, you were not satisfied? What was going on? (laughs) So a little background. I have always been one to have really good ideas. It's just been a part of me. I remember before Latisse was a thing, I was a resident in ophthalmology and we were using the glaucoma drug that is based on in glaucoma patients. And I'll never forget the day I was sitting at home talking to my husband and I said, this stuff would be amazing as an eyelash growth stimulator. I said, these patients have amazing eyelashes. And then 18 to 24 months later, here we have Latisse. So I think I've always had really better vision than sight. I've always been able to see what could be instead of just what is. And so that was really the foundation from which Opulence MD Beauty sprang. I was a lash wearer. I loved my lashes. I was just looking at some pictures earlier this week of me and my individual lash extensions, which I got religiously. And then my practice style changed. I went from being kind of a more traditional ophthalmology, practicing in an office to being a locums ophthalmologist which I'm on location now in Arizona, took me all over the United States. And so I wasn't able to consistently get my lash appointments in. And honey, I needed my lashes. It was just that simple. So I had to figure out how I could have my lashes on the run, how I could do them myself and a better way to do it that wasn't damaging my lashes as much as the individual extensions were. And that basically was how Opulence MD Beauty was born. So Opulence MD Beauty just came out of you trying to solve your own lash problem. Absolutely. 100%. I was totally selfish. I needed to figure it out for myself. And after I did, people would ask me about them. And so I would, you know, okay, you can try them. You can try them. And it just became this thing where, well, shoot, other people want the solution too. There are other people who also want a more natural lash. And I think that is really our niche in the market. There are other magnetic lashes out there, but there are very few magnetic lashes that professional women like us can wear and be confident that we're leading with our intelligence and with our confidence and not with our elephant-like lashes. Elephant-like lashes. (laughs) Okay. 
no, so hang on. So you're saying you actually had them made just for you and you were already using them before you started the company? So what I did was I went to Sally's and I bought magnetic lashes. It was an Ardell brand lash. I had never tried them before. I brought them back. I was in Tennessee doing an assignment. I brought them back to my room and I tried to put them on. And I was like, these things are so heavy. And so I had an 11 blade in my opto bag (laughs) because doctors are always prepared. And so I took an 11 blade and I literally split the band in half to get half of the lash, trying to get an appropriate weight. And then I tried to put it back on. I was like, well, this is lighter, but this is not, this band is not holding up. And so it really was a matter of me tinkering with it to try to create one that worked for me. And at the same time, a perfect storm, I was going to an entrepreneur's conference and there was a lady there who helped people with beauty brands. So when I started fidgeting with it and trying to kind of create my own thing, I said, maybe I should just do this as a side hustle. And I lie to you not, I have this written down in black and white because I'm sure no one would believe me. Before I launched February the 14th of 2020, my goal was only to have 10 sales per day. That was my goal. This was completely going to be this little thing that was happening in the background. And I was going to still be practicing and I would have the lashes I wanted. And if other people wanted them, great, have some. And that was it. Wow. Okay. So first of all, you were not tinkering. You were performing surgery on somebody else's <laughs> brand. That's what that was. Okay. With your 11 blade. I was. <laughs> you I had, had the correct plane. You were doing plastic surgery. <laughs> plastic surgery on somebody else's product. But okay. So you made this thing and your goal was, if I have 10 sales a day, I'm great. I'm golden. So now you said February, 2020. So this means you did this when the world was shutting down. I launched when the world was shutting down. You, so you launched the when the tinkering. world was shutting, yep. shutting down. Yeah. The tinkering so, happened in 2019, but the launch was 2020. Mm-hmm. So when people were retreating and people who already mm-hmm. had business were shutting it, shutting them down, you're like, let's go. Okay. Of yeah. You, you and I need to be, you and I need to do We lunch. like to okay. run uphill. We like to run uphill. You know how physicians are. Yeah. We're used to the challenge. So... <laughs> so When you think about that, and now Mm -hmm. think about the fact that you're on Shark Tank Mm -hmm. and your company is generating, I mean, do you want to tell us how much? Because I know it's a lot. We're we're at around the $3 million mark, just over a year and a half. Mm -hmm. There you go. Okay. So $3 million in sales. Mm -hmm. Shark Tank from, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm doing plastic surgery on somebody else's eyelash brand. Like what, right. what does that crazy, feel like? Right? That is crazy. <laughs> Sometimes I pinch myself and I'm like, did that happen? Sometimes I literally look at the picture of me on Shark Tank and I'm like, somebody photoshopped that. That really didn't happen. <laughs> it has been so surreal, such a journey. And I never envisioned myself here. That's the weird thing. You know, like the, you hear the, the statistics about how many businesses fail and so on and so forth. My intention was to have a little hustle, side hustle. a little side hustle. Absolutely. That was my intention. But God clearly had different plans for me. And the market, they said otherwise, the market spoke and said that this was a product that they wanted. And so I had to learn the basics of business 
very, very quickly. The basics of e-commerce very, very quickly. You're talking to someone who had no business experience ever other than my little ideas that I had. I never tried to put any of these things into motion. I never tried to bring any of them into life. And so I had a lot to learn very quickly. And thankfully, as a physician, as you know, we're used to consuming large amounts of information in short periods of time. And we were very studious once we set our minds to something. So being a doctor set you up for success because it gave you the capacity to learn quick. I am so glad you said that because Mm -hmm. I tell docs all the time, you know, like, I can't do this. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you're a master at learning. If there's anything you can't do, learn it. Let's keep it moving. Exactly. That is so amazing. Now, let me tell you the other thing that I noticed about physician entrepreneurs that I think is so important. I learned a lot myself, but because we as physicians make a really good income, no matter how we practice, we really do better than average. I could afford while still working to fund the things that I didn't either have the time or the capacity to learn or that were beyond the scope of what I wanted to learn. Managing Facebook ads, setting up automations and things like that. I had the disposable income to be able to hire a team to assist. I love it. I love it. And the way I look at it sometimes is that our earning power is not just about vacations and, Mm. you know, cars and stuff like that. Our earning power also helps us buy back time, buy teams, Mm. buy, you know what I mean? Like buy the help that we need. And sometimes even if you're working a job you don't really like, but the revenue is paying for some other stuff. You're like, that's okay. I take this as taxes. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I take this as taxes or, you know, I like your version. That's a silent investor so that you can Mm. fund my dream. And that's beautiful that you said that. I love it. So now I'm going like, all right. So from side hustle to shark tank, (laughs) you know, crazy. (laughs) Crazy. And I've loved watching your stuff. Truthfully, I was just telling you before we got on, I was telling her, I said, I don't wear lashes yet, right? We said never say never, so I don't wear them yet. But I know that on social media, especially amongst physicians, you had a really large following of people who are like, what are you wearing? The only thing you should wear is Opulence MD Beauty. Like, what are you doing? And I... But I would tell everybody like, well, since you want to wear lashes, these are the lashes to wear. And right. and that's, we've never really had a conversation about that, but right. that's right. the kind of following the market was ready for you. What do you think are some of the things that made you successful, right? Cause you weren't mm-hmm. even planning this, but what mm-hmm. are some of the things that you're like, these are the reasons why it worked, right? Some of it is market timing, all of that, but there's mm-hmm. some things you did have control over. It's so funny. I was, so the mastermind that I mentioned I was in, I was recently asked to give a talk during the same exact conference that I attended two years ago when I had this idea. It was profound, but doing that talk made me sit down and really chart my journey Um, because things were happening so quickly as I was going through it. I was just trying to hit all the balls as they were coming to me. But preparing that talk made me sit down and really kind of 
isolate the steps that I took to get to building a seven-figure company in nine months. And one of those things is what you just mentioned, is building a community, starting to seed that community and position yourself as the subject matter expert. So I'm an eye surgeon. I know an above average amount of things about eyes and eyelids. I'm an eyelid specialist. And so whenever people had questions about lids and vision and thing, I oftentimes got tagged. And so I was doing evidently a good job of letting people know that this is my area of expertise. This is my lane. And so that helped people to know, like, and trust me when I did have a product to offer. So I always tell people, you can't just jump out of the woodwork and say, oh, I'm an expert at this. You, You have to solidify yourself as that expert. And you do that by engaging within your own community, the communities of others, or just in general on social media. And you did that a lot, even before Opulence MD. Exactly. Beauty was a thing because I, I, did I knew it you. I even knew about knew yeah. it was going to happen. Yeah, because right. I right. knew you, like mm-hmm. in my mind, you're synonymous with eyes. And now for a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast is sponsored by the Entree MD Business School. We didn't get any business education during our medical training, and this school fixes that. It is the only school of its kind that helps physicians become thriving entrepreneurs who make money, have impact, and have time for the things that matter. You will get the coaching, accountability, and community you need to be successful. To find out more and to save your spot, go to EntreMDBusinessSchool.com. And now for the rest of the episode. And that's just right. from, you know, following you on social media and stuff like that. And whenever there's a thing, yeah, I would tag you, you know, like, cause yeah, you're yeah. it's just me showing up in the thing that I enjoy and love to do. And so I tell people, some people say, I don't know what to do. I don't have a product. I don't have a service idea. I don't know what to do. Show up as the thing that you love being. And then whatever the white space in that industry will become apparent to you. So you just need it. to show up in your area of expertise. I love it. And in the Entrepreneur Business School world, we call that the business before the business, right? Because yes, you didn't know it was a it. thing. And you're like, exactly. well, we're just going to work on this. We're going to work because if you hadn't done that, then seven figures in nine months wouldn't have been possible. But what you had Not done is you had all. built a community of marketers. Because mm-hmm. even yes. when you went on Shark Tank, everybody's like, go watch it, go buy your stuff, go yes. share it. And it was like a gazillion shares. It was, I mean, like, in my space, you were trending. There's yes. not, you see one post and there's Opulence ID, another post and Opulence ID. And these are not ads. This is organic stuff. Organic. You know, so mm-hmm. little did you know that you've actually been working on your business for years. Right. And then when so the opportunity true. came, it's like, bam, you know. I was prepared. You were exactly. prepared. Even exactly. though you didn't know what you were going to build. <laughs> Even though I didn't know what I was going to build. And so I learned how to build it. Once I knew the need was there, you can learn how to build it. You can do that. That part is not hard, but doing the sowing the seeds is the work that must be done in order to be successful in the second part. Sowing the seeds is the work that must be done. Oh, that is a writer downer. That is so good. Now, there is some doctor who's listening who's 
either wanted to start a business or they've kind of been playing with a business and they want to scale a business, but they've tried some things, they're discouraged. They're like, I don't even think I can do this. They feel stuck, all of that. Mm -hmm. What would you tell them? I've been asked this question so much, Dr. Ona, so much that I created a program around it. It's called Revenue Speed Pass. I would tell them, number one, do your research. Do your research into your idea of your product or your service. See what your niche is. What is your unique selling proposition? What do you bring to that thing that no one else brings? And then focus on that. Like we talked about, sow the seeds in the community. Make sure your product is rock solid. Don't underestimate the power of a beta launch, of having a small group of people close to you. And we have this group amongst female physicians who will test your product and give you crazy honest feedback so that you can make it better and better and better so that by the time you introduce it to the masses, you have this mini group of people who've been with you on the journey and absolutely believe in it and are going to help you spread the word to the larger community. So I'd say take everything stepwise. We didn't get a medical degree in a month. We got a medical degree in four years. We could not consume everything in a month. And it's going to be the same in building your business. If you're intentional about it and you take it as baby steps, as small bits that you accomplish and move to the next, then this is 100% doable. Because if I did it, anybody can do it. I love it. Now tell people where they, because some people are going like, Dr. And I'm so glad you and her are having this conversation. I just need to know where to find the lashes. Where can people <laughs> find out more about Opulence and B-Beauty and where can they find more about the program you're talking about? Absolutely. So um, you can find out more about the lashes at our website, which is www.opulencemdbeauty.com. That's O-P-U-L-E-N-C-E-M-D beauty.com. And um, we are on social media at Opulent Lash Life, the name of our kind of lifestyle brand that uh, we've spun around this. You can find us there. If you want more information, we have lash parties every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Join us for a lash party. You can register on our site and we can get you confident and applying your lashes because we're not just about selling lashes. We're about education and eye and vision health. So um, join us for one of those. If you're interested, if you have a product or a service idea that has been inside you and you're like, I have this idea and I know it's a good idea and I know I could really do well with it, but I have no idea where to start. Then this program that we created, Revenue Speed Passes for You, is myself and I have other people on the team as experts in branding, experts in marketing, experts in market research, experts in sourcing, all those things so that we can literally take you from concept to launching your product with you working your full-time job and not missing a beat because we figured it out. We figured out what works. We figured out as we were talking about the things that successful brands and businesses and people have in common. And we've made the mistakes. And so we can help you avoid those. You can go to www.revenuespeedpass. That's R-E-V-E-N-U-E speedpass.com, revenuespeedpass.com. Happy to set up a discovery call that will be with me and we can talk about what you have. Shut up in your bones. That needs to get Shut out. Shut up in your bones. Let's get it out. I love it. So tell me, in the healthcare space, we have a lot going on, right? And we do. there's the loss of autonomy, there's the moral injury, and doctors being replaced, so many kinds of things. What impact do you think having a business has had on the way 
you practice medicine, your experience in medicine, what impact do you think that's had? It's allowed me to feel a lot more confident in speaking out and advocating for my patients and for what I believe is medicine the way it should be practiced and making sure that disparities are not allowed to persist because I'm no longer worried about my job or my position. I'm only worried about doing the right thing for my patient, for the patient that's in front of me right then. And so that has probably been the most liberating thing because I do the same things that I usually did, that I usually do in practice, but I'm able to do them knowing that a decision that I make will never result in me losing my job or losing my income. Because that's what we all fear. It's not just your job, it's your income. We don't depend on the job, we depend on the income. And it's also given me the ability to not be dependent on any one thing for me to be able to take care of my family. I love it. Love it. Freedom. Freedom. I love freedom. It. Yeah. That's what it is. I love it. Okay, so now the whole thought process behind this podcast is there's a million of us, right? I know mm-hmm. the healthcare space is a little bizarre, but there's a million of us. If we don't like it, we can change it. We right. can have, we could create alternate realities. Like you're having a complete alternate reality, right? And right. a lot of times doctors don't know it's available. Sometimes we feel mm-hmm. stuck. We feel like victims and all of that, which we're not. And so mm-hmm. I tell docs, I'm like, you listen to this episode. You need to share it. You need to let doctors know there. We could be having a completely different experience. Yes, and so what would you say is the reason why a doctor share this episode? with all the doctors in their lives. Had I not gone to the entrepreneurship conference that I mentioned, I would never have known that the resources I needed were right there. And if you don't share this podcast, there's someone out there who has literally the key to their freedom inside of their mind right now. They have that idea but they have no concept of where the resources are to get it from their head and manifest it. And so if you don't do that, then that person doesn't get to step into their freedom. The world doesn't get to then enjoy whatever that gift is that they have to share. And I honestly believe if God gives you something, then it's yours. And if you don't answer the call and bring it to life, then the world doesn't get to experience it. And so by not sharing, you may be preventing someone from reaching their freedom and other people from enjoying maybe the best thing to ever happen to them or the things that give them confidence or a smile or whatever makes their life just a bit better. Oh, that was so good. So, so good. People, I mean, you need to share. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your journey. And thank you for what you do. Um, I, we've been in the same social media circles for years at this point. Yes. And I have loved watching your journey. I have loved watching you do what you, you do. And I love that you're open, right? Somebody else could have done this and kept it as a mystery. Mm-hmm. But I've seen you even post like screenshots of behind your accounts and stuff like mm-hmm. that and say, people, look at what is possible. So thank you for what you do, inspiring thank the you. physician community because we need that in this time. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much, Dr. Una. I think I just froze up. Did I freeze? You're here. I can see you. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This has been wonderful. And we will have to sit down again 
and just catch up on some other things off camera. Yeah, we would have to. We would have to. All right, people, you heard the doc. Go share the episode because we are changing lives here. This is not just about listening to a podcast. And I will see you on the very next episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Now, this is too good for you to keep to yourself. So I want you to do three things. Number one, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Number two, share this episode with all the doctors in your life. Number three, share it on social media. Until next time, remember, you are a huge part of a movement, changing medicine, one podcast episode at a time.